Welcome to episode 284 of the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Podcast and I'm your host Denise Oyston and today we have a treat for you and in fact over the next couple of podcasts we have decided to share with you the recordings of some of our uh, most popular masterclasses because we know and we get a lot of positive feedback about this podcast and I know many of you have been listening to it even more during this crazy year that we've had as you've gone out on your daily exercise or you've been working out or whatever you've been doing um, that many of you have become even more avid fans. So what we thought we'd do is actually grab the audio out of some of our recent um, uh, classes that we've done, our recent trainings, our recent webinars, and allow you to listen to it. Um, Now, the only thing is there won't be actually a transcription of this because many of our our, uh, masterclasses are sort of over an hour long. So this will be something slightly longer to listen to. There's a lot of content in there. So Uh, We hope you enjoy them. And the first one that we are sharing with you is something that's come up a lot recently. And that is, do I need to add a new uh, recruiting product into the services that I'm delivering? As we all know, um, there's been a lot of changes in the market and many people are considering, um, is this still the right sector for me? Do I need to slightly change the service that I'm offering? So lots of lots of things around how do I launch something new or how do I launch into new into a new area? Now, both Sharon and I, our background was product launch in the pharmaceutical industry. So we feel um, in a good position to actually help you on this one. So this is from a, a masterclass that I ran uh, a couple of months ago. Uh, it's just over an hour long. So uh, so bear with it. And um, I know that this will give you a lot of help because it actually um, helps you in structuring how to launch either a new product or a new service or into a new market. Some of the things you might want to consider, some of the things you might want to put on the back burner and, and literally it gives you a, a, a way to plan out what you're going to do next. So Hope you enjoy it. And this is Denise saying bye for now. Welcome to the Recruitment, Marketing and Sales Podcast. An obsessive focus on marketing and sales is the only way to accelerate your agency growth. So listen in now as we share the latest strategies and techniques guaranteed to deliver you more placements and profit. So welcome to today and um, the subject for this particular masterclass came about um, because we presented a training to our Superfast Circle clients and this training was all about uh, product launch. Very popular and topical at the moment with everything that's happened over the last sort of a uh, year or so through the through the pandemic. So, what we what Sharon and I decided to put together was um, uh, really a training around how to launch a new product or service. Now, as some of you may know, our background is the pharmaceutical industry. Uh, we've run our, our own business for many years, and we've been involved in a lot of product launches over this period of time. So, um, our experience um, during the last um, 
God knows how many years has taught us what works and what doesn't work. And there is a process and methodology. So that's one of the reasons why we've created this training. So hopefully, as it says on the slide, you will be able to launch something new without having to second guess yourself. Now, um, some of you will have been on, on some of our training before. And what I'd suggest is um, take notes. Um, you will get a recording of this probably in a few days time when we've edited it, it's, it will be on a private page for you. But um, in the, in the meantime, I always, I'm a great note taker. I have my own pad here that I, I take notes on. I'm a bit of a, a writing type of person. Um, but what I'd strongly suggest you do is actually, if something resonates with you, um, and it really lands, then make a note of it because then you can go back to it, make a note of the time as well uh, as we're going through the presentation. So you'd be able to go back to it and just and just refresh your memory on that. Um, some people use iPads and Sharon's a big iPad fan. She she writes with a, a, you know, her iPad pen and everything else. But what I would also suggest is that um, you, if you've got a smartphone, if you've got your iPhone with you, there will be photography moments where I might just say, look, just take a picture of this. And, uh, and, and let's work with it. Now, I'm going to be looking at the slides and looking at the camera at the same time. So, so just bear with me as we go through this presentation. Uh, I think everyone's okay. There's no chat comments to say people are struggling to say anything. Okay, let's fire on. So here's what you're going to learn in today's masterclass. Um, I've already alluded to the fact Sharon and I have been involved in a lot of launches in the past. So we're going to share with you a seven-step framework that actually works. Um, for some of you, when you go away from this, you might, you might actually make a decision that now is not the time to launch a product. However, it might be, or a new service, it might be something that you want to do further down the line. Um, I want to share with you a, a classic launch matrix by Ansoff. And that this is pure gold and can make the difference between you being successful or not being successful. Um, I'm also going to go through how to identify what might be an ideal product or service for you. And of course, there's people from, from multiple sectors on this particular um, uh, masterclass. So, uh, uh, you know, it can vary, but I'm going to give you some guidelines on how to how to make a decision on that and then how to plan an explosive launch as well um, that you can uh, you can go through. So is this for you? Uh, obviously, if you would like another stream of income, <coughs> if you are, <coughs> excuse me, concerned about maybe where the market has moved for you and in your sector, if you're in a particular geography now and um, you realize that with remote working, you, you don't have to stick to your local geography. I know we've got some people from the from the states over. It might not be that you have to stay, um, you know, where you are in Texas. It, you know, you could move more over to the east coast, or you could move, move more over to the west coast in what you can deliver. And of course, obviously, this is for you if you want to know the exact steps to follow. Um, very brief introduction of Sharon and I. Um, if you've uh, not come across us before, if this just piqued your interest, because it's a slightly different training um, that, that we're doing today. Um, we both worked in sales and marketing for a long, long time. Um, and uh, we have launched and worked on brands that, um, that that figure says 400 million. It's a lot more than that now. And for the last 16 years, we've worked in, um, worked in our own company. Um, we also do content 
content marketing services right for a lot of recruitment companies across um, the UK, Dubai, Australia. And obviously, for the last um, 13 years, what's probably quite unique about us is we tend to focus um, on the recruitment sector. Um, um, so we really understand the market at a deep level and, and know what you guys um, need and want. Okay, let's go through the seven elements of a launch. Now, um, I'm going to do a deep dive into each of these throughout the uh, throughout the presentation. Um, as I say, you know, you may have questions. If you've got questions, then then pop them in. I'll keep checking the chat box um, just to see the first two. And this is where often people. This is where launching. This is where often it goes wrong. People don't have the right rationale around launching a product. And they haven't done the research. So those are these are two things that stand out. I'm going to give you some ideas around this as well. The next part of the launch is, you know, what are you going to launch? Where and who to and when? So some real sort of tactical ideas here about, um, you know, what, what you need to be, uh, be, be considering. And then uh, this is where things, again, can go wrong. Um, people don't resource things well enough. Um, and also people don't plan the launch um, in the way that they could or should. And as a result, they don't get the results that they wanted. And uh, often this happens when people actually give up too soon, because if you've done the first part of the, the rationale and, and done your research, you will know whether this is something, something for you. So let's start with rationale and uh, uh, a great slide that makes uh, that, that hopefully might ring some bells for people as well, because it's about making a rational decision versus your emotion. Now, um, we've just come out, we're probably still in quite a unique um, uh, situation with what's happened with the pandemic. Some people panicked, some people decided to jump uh, sector because they thought it would work for them and then they discovered it didn't work for them so um, this is this is where we, we we have to ask ourselves a specific question and this is the why question and often um, I, I don't necessarily encourage people to to use this question for those of you that have children you ask a child why they've done something it's a bit of a challenging question for them for them to answer but there are some areas of your business that you need to ask why and I think particularly something like launching a new product or a new service, you do need to have some questions that clarify why, why are you considering this? So the first one, um, this, this has got to be the word, hasn't it, of, of the pandemic, and that's pivoting. Um, so I don't think as many people are in panic mode at the moment now, though we are in a, another lockdown scenario in, in the UK. This is about pivot panic or, you know, is this is this common sense? You know, it may be that I've realized that the, 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 the life plan, the life goals, the financial goals I had, um, you know, just over 12 months ago, um, aren't going to happen if I stay in this sector unless I do something different, unless another add a vertical, unless I change my service. So um, that's the first question to just think about. You know, I, I, am I doing this out of panic knee jerk, or is this something that I really need to consider? It could be 
Um, we've got a fabulous client who's just actually going to launch a new business and has decided that, you know, during the pandemic, um, it's made him reconsider what he wants to do with his life, what his interests are, and he's got a particular interest in a market. And he is going to launch a new recruitment company in that in that sector. He's always had a gut feeling that it would work, and that's what he's doing. So I would say one of the, the things around motivation is if you've got an interest it's much easier to get motivated, it's much easier to make, make things happen. And of course, um, I'm a great believer in intuition and, uh, and often our gut is a good, uh, a good guide provided we do some of the other things I'm going to talk about, which is actually say, okay, my gut is telling me this is good, but let's just go and validate it first. So uh, I, I love a bit of woo-woo. But I also am very pragmatic and I'm very practical. So I like it to be backed up with some, you know, well, okay, I'm thinking this will work, but let's just let's just do a bit more research around it. The other thing to think about is, um, you know, why are you doing if you want additional revenue streams? I think many of us have felt vulnerable, um, you know, over the last uh, year. If you want to add another revenue stream, maybe and it could be something as straightforward as another desk or another geography that you're going to move into. into. Um, then that, that is a good reason to, to, to start. It's, it's really having the, the ticks that say, yes, yes, it's, I'm, I'm doing this and this is logical. Um, for many people, uh, I know a lot of people that we work with in Superfast Circle, fabulous recruiters, they actually can provide a lot more solutions for their clients than, than they do. And some of which they're probably, uh, I'm wondering if any of you can relate to this at all. If you can, drop drop a note in the, uh, in the chat box around the fact that um, some people uh, probably don't charge for services that they give away for free to their clients. So if that's you, that might be something that uh, that you need to consider um, uh, uh, as an option for, for a new product for you. Um, I provide a quality service. I know that, and I'm going to come on to that in a second as well. I provide a service. I know that I can replicate it somewhere else. And then finally, it could be, you know, a lot of people have done a lot of, lot of reflecting. Um, they've realized that, okay, okay, what's the opportunity out there? What's the market? I've got an intention around this. You know, I, I achieve goals. This is a massive opportunity. This is what I'm going to do. So before, before um, you, you, you get into this, then I want to share with you um, two guys and this particular guy is um, Napoleon Hill. He wrote Think and Grow Rich. Um, some of you may have come across it. Anybody, has anybody come across it? Just, just drop a note in the, uh, in the chat box if you have. Uh, yeah, it looks like there's a few people have. Um, and one of the things, Napoleon Hill basically wrote a book called Think and Grow Rich. It's one of the first personal development books. And one of the things he always talked about is if you want to be successful in life, you need to practice accurate thinking. And so if you are considering launching something new, moving into a new market, uh, creating a new product or service, you need to actually think about what you're doing. And this chap will help you. Um, I know he does look like Michael Caine. It's not Michael Caine, a, a British actor, but this is Igor Ansoff. And uh, I don't know if you've got any MBAs on online here. I've just 
squidge through to see different people are online here. You may or may not. But anyway, Igor Ansoff uh, came up with, he's a, he's a Russian mathematician, um, but also he uh, looked at data around uh, business process and he actually mapped out um, how you could assess the viability of actually launching something uh, something new. And he came up with something called the Ansoff Matrix. Now, this is one of those photograph moments that I'd, I'd suggest that you, uh, you take a screen capture of this because if you're having a conversation with people in your organization about do I, don't I launch something new, this is, this is going to help you. Let me explain this. So um, fundamentally, you don't really want to be in the uh, bottom quadrant here around diversification, unless you've got a lawful lot of money in the bank, um, everything's rocking and rolling, and you really want to start a new business because this is fraught with danger. Because the way that the Ansoff matrix works is we have increasing risk as you move to towards the right and as, as you move down. Let me explain this a little bit more. So um, when people join um, Superfast Circle, which is one of our programs, or they come and work with us, one of the first things that we talk about is how well are they doing where they are? Now, um, obviously, um, things have changed a little bit, but as, as a general rule, people come to us and say, we provide an amazing service, not enough people know about us. So their challenge really is, is market penetration. So um, they can do a lot more with an existing product. And uh, for many of you guys, this might, you, you might sort of uh, take this as an existing service into an existing market. Could you do better? Are there companies out there that you know you could make a difference to? Because this is always something to consider. And if you come away from this presentation and this masterclass and say, right, okay, I've realized now that... Um, actually, there's still a lot of business there that I could get. Well, that is a good thing. Now, it may be that you're in a slightly different scenario. And there's two ways you can go. So let's just look at market development. So it may be that um, you've got your really, really good uh, recruiting service and um, you know you just need to expand your reach. You need to go into a new market. So it may be that, um, let's just say you're a sales recruiter currently. Um, you have all the processes dialed in and it might be that you decide, well, okay, I could actually expand this and I need to go into you know, digital marketing because sales, marketing, they're very much aligned. Is that something I could do? Or, or whatever might, you know, it might be another sub-vertical that you have. Um, so you could actually go with your existing product, if you've got a really good product. Um, and we're using the, 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 the term products as a general here, product or service, um, into a new market. There's a lot less risk here when you're moving down this, this, uh, this, this part of Ansoff's matrix. The other alternative is um, to actually, to your existing market, to actually move along the lines of uh, developing a product. Again, could be a product, could be a service. So it might be, well, I do this for, we've got a number of people that we work with that are exceptional at what they do, but also because they have been around for some time, they really do understand business. 
Um, and I don't know if Laura's online or not. I think uh, Laura Hart, she might be listening to this later. Laura has a coaching business as well. So not only can she deliver, um, you know, new candidates, new hires for people, but she's also really understands business. So she has a coaching side to her, to what she does as well. So that's where you've got product development. So you could develop a product that you then sell to your existing market. So I'm hoping here um, that, you know, this is something that I would go away and reflect on because this is really the difference between, um, for many people, success and, and failure. So and soft matrix, think about where would you be? What would be the most logical thing uh, for you to do? Is it to, you know, have, have a new vertical, uh, give you, you know, pro provide your service to, to the next geographical area? And of course, because everything's been thrown up into the air, hasn't it, with remote working and the way that we are now. So, you know, that that, that is an option for people. So we've looked at all this. And before you actually press go, let me just actually build all these up now. Um, what you have to think about is what is the right growth strategy for your business? Is it really, you know, the market is going to come back. We've still got massive opportunity. Let's stay where we are. Let's just get better at our process. Let's get better at our marketing. Um, you know, have you saturated your current market? I'd still suspect, unless you're in travel or, or something else like that, that that that, that isn't the case. Um, now, now here's something, you know, there's always that thing that, um, you know, uh, am I willing, able to put in the time, the effort, and have I got some level of resource? Now, that's got to be, um, you know, financial resource or people resource to make this happen. Because often what will happen is people will want to launch something new, but they're just going to dabble in it. And that's the reason why they're, why they're not successful. The other thing here is... Um, if you're not excited by launching something new, I strongly suggest don't launch it <laughs> because it's a, it's a time sucker. And unless you've got some, yeah, I really want to do this, it's going to be like pushing a ball and a very big ball uphill. So, you know, start to ask yourself these questions. Um, the, these last two here um, really think about, you know, are there gaps or unmet needs? And we we're, we can all see these, can't we, when we're talking to clients or wants that you can fill quite easily or, you know, well, that that's actually quite easy. I, I can actually do that. Um, and, and I suppose that the other thing to think about is if you are launching a, a new product or a new service, uh, do you have all the skills necessary to launch that that product or service, you know, uh, I know some people are, are still looking at moving into the retained market. Um, if that's the case, do you need to get some training on on retained because it's a different type of sale? So again, just before you press go, think of all these. Okay, I'm just going to check see if we've got any questions. Not got any questions at the moment. So let's look at research and. Um, when it comes to research, um, it's about thinking, what is the opportunity? So it can be great saying, oh, I'm going to launch this and I'm going to launch that and I can do that. But you have to think about currently, what, what's the revenue model? Can you actually make money doing this? Because it will be a time suck. And uh, 
you know, is this going to generate the level of income, whether that's dollars, euros, pounds that I, I actually want for the for the investment of time? Um, market growth, how is the market growing now and in the future? And that could be the market that you're in now or a future market. We were talking to one of our clients the other day, in fact, yesterday, and uh, they'd, uh, they'd, they'd highlighted the particular, it was almost like, let's just start again. Um, uh, highlighted the particular markets in their area of the country that were growing, and that was going to be their focus. The experienced recruiters just thought, right, okay, we can map our service over into something else because they'd looked at you know the, the market growth opportunities. Um, disruptive business models, yes, um, Yes, they are all the rage, aren't they? Uber, Airbnb, of course, they all had seed funding as well, remember, they gobbled cash. So, you know, there might be a disruptive uh, recruitment business model that you want to implement. Um, think think that through seriously before you start, because that, again, is a real people and time and money investment. And again, we've talked about this before, when you're thinking about your research, look at unmet wants and needs that you can uh, you can easily fulfill the other thing here is you know um what premium buyer markets are out there um you know an old mentor of mine often used to say um what can you deliver that people are willing to pay good money for that means that everyone's happy and you make a decent profit so think about the premium buyer markets where you know there isn't people don't bat an eyelid about you know your 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 you know 20% fee structure or whatever that might be um and then when you're thinking about the the, the opportunity here you know uh, we, we've we've had conversations with a few people that say oh, well you know I'm going to go move into a corporate market and um, I, I know I might be on a PSL but I know I'm going to get guaranteed income well you may if you can reach them to think about, you know, can I can I actually reach that that person? How easy will it be to reach them? How much will it cost me um, uh, to, to reach them? Are they on social media? Can I get can I get through to them on LinkedIn or through or through email? And I think the other the other thing around around research um, is, you know, the, the market has changed. Um, we are moving from uh, a transactional sell in recruitment. You know, quite often I was talking to to a couple of our clients this morning. Um, on one of our on one of our calls about their their need to generate more leads and how you know that they've never had a problem before but now they need to think about um it's not just the the, the client that they've always worked with that always gives them regular jobs now they have to go out and they have to have a consultative sell with someone you know can can I know that, you know, as a business owner, you can make that shift. Can your consultants make that shift too? So, uh, which is what is going to be needed if you're selling something a bit different. You have to think about messaging. How do I sell this? Because selling something to the same people that you've always sold is much easier than selling something new and a new concept to people as well. So let's look at competitive analysis. Obviously, Google is your friend. Um, uh, fabulous that you can jump onto Google and go and search and look for data. 
I would definitely sign up to McKinsey. I would also go and look at Deloitte. Um, they do some really, really good research data. Um, any particular markets, you have a hankering. Um, APSCO as well, you know, we're affiliate partners with APSCO. Um, we may have some APSCO members on here, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, but but often, if, you know, if you, you contact someone at APSCO, they will probably have some data around which of the growth markets um, that, uh, that, that you might want to to actually consider um, and you know within within unique fields as well you know there's there's different places like e-consultancy if you're looking at digital marketing uh, for instance and each sector has their own um, area of, of expertise the other thing I'd, I'd ask you to think about is competition because um, don't dismiss uh, you know a, a particular sector if it's if it's competitive because What's that? What that is showing you is that there is proof of concept. There is proof that people can make money in this market. Uh, maybe I can too. I might need to just look at how I do things and differentiate myself and stand out. But I can most certainly make money there as well. So, so this is where research is, you know, pivotal to to how you move forward. And of course, the other thing to do is. Um, no man or woman is an island. So make sure you have conversations with people. So many times um, we'll have a conversation with someone that will come to us and we'll say, so what, what has your market said when you've spoken to your clients? And, uh, you know, we've had a, um, embarrassingly a couple of in incidents where, you know, we, we've talked to, to people that, that have come to us. They aren't working with us, but then they say, oh, I haven't asked anybody yet. Um, but I, I know it's a good idea. You, you, you don't know until you speak to somebody. Of course, um, you don't know until you actually go out into the market and actually try and sell something. But, you know, I think the, the, the first thing to do is, you know, just just message people, get get in, in line with you, with your contacts, speak to them, um, pick up the phone talk to them, uh, have that conversation with them. And you never underestimate the value of doing a, um, a survey. SurveyMonkey is quite, quite expensive, does work very well. However, you know, have a look at Google Forms as a way to actually, um, uh, you know, connect with your market and get, get some level of data. Now, now, obviously, you can't say just because someone says on a survey that, yeah, yes, I'd buy that, that they actually will. But, you, you know, often people um, will give you some sense of uh, what, what's going to work, what's not going to work. You know, you've got your decent clients that you've been working with for years. If you go to them, and we all have our client friends that you can actually have a conversation and say, is this going to work? Is this something that you, you think I could, uh, I could do? So those are conversations. Um, and then, you know, just finally, before you jump in, um, I, I think if I'd have actually, <laughs> some of the first products I ever launched, ever launched in our own business just panned and uh, the reason they did is because um you know I didn't do my due diligence I didn't think about it I didn't think about the time it would take um uh, before I actually just pressed go and uh, and shot off and started so I hope this doesn't appear doom and gloom it's not this is meant to be Think about it and just go out and validate because this is what the likes of Apple do, the, the, the likes of the pharmaceutical industry. It, it's ironic, isn't it? You know, I'm delivering this. I'm just going to check if there's any questions at all. No, we're, we're, we're cool at the moment. Um, that we're in a time where there's been either three or four 
vaccines created for um, the, uh, the the COVID nineteen pandemic and coming coming from the pharmaceutical industry it's, it's funny there's been so so much hoo-ha about you know how can this product be launched so quickly um, one of the reasons it's been launched so quickly is they have already done research and pre-work so when the SARS virus was around um, a, a few years ago all the research teams were set up now we're very blessed in the UK that we we have probably some of the best centers in the world when it comes to uh, vaccine research. But all of that work had gone on before. And uh, we're, we're in a situation where, you know, unfortunately to say it's been tested and and, and, and come up and, and people know that it's working. Um, so all of, all of the, the pre-launch work has happened in the pharmaceutical industry. And that's why, you know, the, the, they know where to move and where to go. They've done their research. They've done the rationale behind it as well. And this is where, you know, it is important to take a leaf from their book in, uh, in doing your research and knowing what's going to work um, for you and, uh, and what you want to launch. So let's now look at what potentially you could move into. So we talked about basing your choice on data. Um, and also, you know, what are you good at? Um, because it's very easy to overcomplicate this and think, well, we could do this, well, we could do that. And, uh, and that's something really good that we, we, we could do when, when maybe you don't have the in-house expertise or skills. Um, you could learn them, but that's going to take time or you could recruit somebody and that's still going to take time to, to build. But that might be a route you want to go down. But, you know, it, it's very easy to actually look at what what is under your nose. And I think for many, um, many companies that we speak to, they want to overcomplicate things. Whereas we actually say to them, well, look, you know, the, the contract in temp interim market is going to go crazy at the moment. Uh, again, we were, we were chatting to somebody on one of our, our Monday calls this week around that. And, uh, and one, of our, uh, one of our students in the circle said, well, actually, I used to do contracting. I'm going to move back into it as well. So it may be something as simple as, okay, where is the market moving at the moment? I think we know that, that more people are being taken on, on on contract or temp. Is that something that you could consider? Um, you know, maybe a sub-vertical in the same sector that you're in now, um, slightly different, but but still aligned to um, what you know. Um, it might be something that you've done in the past. Well, I used to do that. You know, the market has really shifted. We need to be really close to our market now and, and understand what it is that's going on for them and, uh, and, and what could work. Um, I was chatting to someone the other day, um, one, of our, one of our clients, and um, they'd actually done a survey and they identified quite a few gaps um, in, in what was happening for a couple of their, their particular clients and, and through that it enabled them to to launch a new service that they have done very successfully was they gone they got the information they'd done something like it in the past and they had a sense that that was, was going to be important again and and that's something that they uh, they move forward with the adjacent few you know maybe if you're really good 
at recruiting directors or managers in your particular sector, there's a fair chance that you understand how to recruit a manager, that you will understand how to recruit a manager in manufacturing, in technology, in IT as well. So all of these things, you know, open up to thinking um, what, what might be possible for you. So what else? Let's think about the long game here. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm just going to take a quick slurp. In that, if you are launching something, um, it's not like you're launching something for Christmas or for Valentine's Day or whatever that might be. Think about, will this add revenue to my business longer term? Am I going to launch this product so it's a positioning piece for us? I might not make the same amount of profit from it, but the fact that we have that particular product or service, maybe we will attract other people um, and other clients in a way that we've not done before. So think about how does this fit into our, our long game rather than just, just a quick win? Because quick wins rarely, rarely, rarely work. Um, let's move on to some more things now on the, on the what. Um, this is something, again, you know, what does the market want? Um, what do they need? Um, and importantly, what are they willing to pay for? Because not everyone is willing to pay for everything. And then the, this is key, that I'm actually happy to deliver. Now, back in the day, we used to deliver search engine optimization services for people. And um, yes, it was, you know, clients wanted it. Um, they were willing to, to pay for it. But I'll be really honest I hated delivering it. It was mind-numbing, um, and uh, it's something I eventually moved away from. I'm glad that I did because it's uh, it's the SEO market is fraught with um, with uh, with danger in in lots of ways in the sense that things change all the way. You're very much at the the mercy of Google, but you know, think about um, you know what is it that you know what is the solution. Um, that my my clients actually want that I can provide. What is the help that they need, and I'm I'm happy to deliver it. And of course, they will they're willing to have, to take an invoice for it as well. You know what specialisms? You know I've already mentioned this before. You know what specialisms complement your existing desk that you could leverage or exploit? Could you add an? Could you add a temp desk? Could you add a contracting desk if you're uh, you know, if you're a sales recruiter, could you do marketing? Could you do sales and marketing admin? You know, all of these are aligned and, and all linked to one another, all really relevant. Um, so there's a few things here I want to just um, highlight to you, and that's around product service or productize. Productize is a very trendy word, but think about depending on products that you are going to launch. Um, not always the case, but often the case is generally people for a product will pay less than for a service um, because they see it as, oh, this is a this is a complete, I shouldn't need to pay as much for this. So think about that if you are creating a product and you're wanting it to deliver a high value, um, you might end up not getting quite the revenue that you've thought. Or maybe you've got a product and a service that you could actually, you know, pull together. It might be that, um, you know, you've got a particular CV writing software or something like that that people can use. It may be that you have a special talent pipelining software or 
um, training or, or something like that, or an onboarding process that, um, that that you people could purchase from you aligned to the service that you offer. There's, there's many, many things that you can do. Obviously, you know, it could be that there's a recruiting project. Um, we've got a number of clients, you know, considering doing, you know, like, like an RPO service. Again, um, it might be that, um, you know, uh, some of the products that we sell are continuity products. You know, retained is a, is a great example of a continuity product. So think about how can I maybe move into that market because you've got consistent consistent revenue. And again, when you're thinking about what to do, you've always got to base it on, on data and not just, oh, I'd really like to do this. Um, you need some something uh, uh, behind you to know, is this going to work? Let me just check, see if we've got any questions at all. Not at the moment, no. Um, let's look at where. So we talked about ANSOF. And um, something I want to talk about here is, depending on the product or service that you want to actually launch, is to be aware of cannibalization. Um I'll just mention the pharmaceutical industry as well. You know, I've launched many, many products and a couple of things were launched without much thought at the time that actually cannibalized some other business. People thought, oh, well, now you've got that. I don't need that anymore. I'll just buy this one. It's actually less expensive. So thinking about, I know we've spoken to a few people recently who want to actually break down the service so people can just buy elements of it. That might work. And it might not, um, because maybe people say, well, I'll just buy A and B, but I don't want to buy C, and C is the most expensive element of what you do. So think about that when you're thinking about ANSOF. Um, the easiest people to sell to are current clients and lapsed clients, um, particularly with something new, because it may be that a client um, that you are working with really wants to do more things with you. We have this quite a lot with, with with some of our clients saying, oh, you know, maybe I could add another service and they just haven't got round to it. So your current clients and your lapsed clients have a conversation with you because sometimes with your lapsed clients, it may be that they stopped working with you because they wanted something else, another element of your service that you actually couldn't deliver. So let's just think about that when you, you're actually planning where and, and who you want to, uh, to to launch to. The other areas are people who, again, very similar to lapsed clients, people who have said no to you in the past. There might have been a reason they said no. Maybe they wanted you to be able to do a couple of additional things around um, working with candidates. Maybe they wanted you to handle onboarding for them. Whatever that might be, um, then you know, go back to those people as well. It'd be good when you're doing your market research to actually do that and find out. Um, two classic places, um, hyper-responders, um, great when you're, you're marketing BD, people that are constantly getting in touch with you, people that open all your emails, people that engage with you and follow you on social media. These are classed as hyper-responders. It's a great place if you actually want to launch something new to actually start there. And, of course, a new geography that, you know, uh, we're in Cumbria. You know, if we were a recruitment company here, then it'd be very logical to think, right, okay, let's move to, um, you know, Preston and, and Lancashire and see what's there that we could actually, we've got a great service. How do we extend it, send it there as well? Many people forget that, and it's so easy to do uh, in, in today's market. So just looking at time here as well. 
So when? Now, if you've done all your due diligence and you've looked at everything else we've talked about, so yeah, I, yeah, this is really going to work, Denise. This is what this is what we can do. Um, then you know, press go because what what happens here is quite often people. Then you know, you'll have heard the saying that the universe loves speed. Jump on things now. Start moving because. The only, the only way you will know ultimately if something is successful is to go out and sell it. Uh, and there's two things you can consider here is um, create what might be called a beta version, maybe not completely complete. Um, you could talk to people and say, look, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of launching this new product. Um, I'm launching it at half price at the moment because I want to work with people to help me um, formulate it so it actually really works. Um, uh, would you be willing to do that? And, you know, then you, you basically have uh, have a product that's in beta version that somebody's paying you to create um, that, you know, this is something a lot of entrepreneurs do all the time. Um, and, uh, and and this is something that would work in recruitment too. I'm going to give you a couple of examples of that. Um, but but the other thing here is um, minimal viable product. What This is an internet, a bit of an internet um, uh, jargon here, but basically what is the minimal viable recruiting product um, that you've identified that you could then um, move out into the market with and test the market and see and see where you are with that. So if you're wondering about when to do it, you made the, the decision, the time is now um, to, to move forward and do that. So let me talk about resourcing here. And this is often where People make mistakes when it comes to product launch. Um, they don't resource in the in in the right way. Um, it is going to take money. Um, yes, you can do um, a softer launch. You can do a beta version that is not all bells and whistles. But at some level, you will need to have some element of resourcing. Um, you're going to need, obviously, time and money. Um, you may need expertise. So let's just say, okay, we are going to uh, move into the sector Nobody in our team has any experience in that sector, so um, we need to recruit somebody. Um, many years ago, uh, in when uh, I worked in the pharmaceutical industry, uh, not that many years ago, um, we launched a new product into the antipsychotic market. It was a joint venture with another company. And again, that might be something you want to think about. Um, one of our clients is working with another recruiter in another sector to, to launch something new. And, uh, and basically what happened was um, with the help of uh, a couple of very good recruitment companies, we basically went out and poached a load of people to, in fact, 50 people. I think there were 10 that we had that were from our own organization, but the other 40, we went out to, to bigger players in the market and offered them a, an irresistible package and they came and joined. Um, and, and that might be something that you need to do. You know, quite often you want things to get things rolling. You know, this is a flyer. Let's just get somebody in um, and get things moving fast. Obviously, marketing, marketing is all about creating demand. You have a new service or a new product that you want to get into the market. Obviously, you, <laughs> you will need to market what you have. Um, payment process time, obviously, that is the, the, the fundamental resource. 
payment processing, if you're going to sell um, uh, you know, a digital product or something like that that goes along with your service, which you may want to do, then th that is just something to consider when it comes to resourcing. Very easy to do these days with things like PayPal and Stripe and, and Thrivecart and things like that. The next thing is planning. And again, this is one of those, you know, take a picture of this because again, uh, people just go straight out there without really thinking about, okay, I, the, there are three key elements here. I need to think about my pre-launch. I need to think about the actual launch period and then uh, the, the, the post-launch as well. So let's look at pre-launch. And um uh, often sometimes people call soft launch. So something's there, but you're very selective in uh, in who you talk to about, about it. But, but let me explain about this because no matter what you're going to do with the launch, if you're going to launch a new product, you have to have a reason why you're doing it and you have to have some goals. So if you're going to launch whatever it might be, let's just say um, you are going to start, uh, you know, a temp desk what is the revenue that you want to you to achieve? How long are you going to give it? Um, by what you know? By by what time um, would you like to have your first clients on board? How many clients do you want um, within the first six months? So, really important. Set some goals because you know the human beings. We are goal seeking creatures. We're success seeking creatures. We work towards goals. So think about the goals that that, that you have. The other thing is think about, you know, you need a plan. Everything that you do, if you want something to happen for you, um, is think about, okay, what's my marketing plan? Um, what am I going to do when? Um, who is going to do it? Um, let's map out our, you know, our quarterly objectives and, and how this works. This is how large organizations are successful because this, this is the exact process that, that they go through. Um, the next thing is really messaging, um, thinking about really calling out to your market. Um, it may be that your, your new client or candidate avatar, that business persona most likely to, um, to buy this new product or service or in your new market is slightly different. So different messaging. Um, if you want to know more about messaging and you're new to, to Sharon and I, head over to Superfast Recruitment and go and have a look on the blog. I've got lots of videos, lots of podcasts around messaging and crafting messaging. Um, take some time uh, to, to, to do that. The other thing is you're going to need marketing collateral. Um, uh, ironically, uh, we are selling, uh, about to sell our house and we've been, uh, had different estate agents around to the, the house this week. Um, realtors for, for you guys from, from the States who are listening in. And, um, <laughs> ironically, only one of them actually left us with the brochure about what they do and about the success and, and, and any stats around how many houses had sold in the area. Who do you think we've to put our house with. So again, think about the collateral that you need, um, the messaging that's going to be in that collateral, and how you'll um, and and how you'll use it. And obviously, what I would say as well, you know, pre-launch, soft launch, that you actually decide who are we going to actually have a conversation with. Have we got a key group of people? You know, we talked about these maybe lapsed clients or, or current clients, depending on what it is. You know, let's go out to them first of all. Let's just test the market and, and see how it goes. And then the next, obviously, launch phase, very, very easy. You just need to go out and because the market will tell you. 
Um, though we we obviously have got to research everything and think it's right until you actually go out and go out and ask people to give you money uh, and until you know they get the credit card out or a bax arrives you know in your bank account you don't know if things are going to work so it's a case of going out there and selling it and one of the things that you know we were always taught many many years ago and it works now as as ever before is you don't really know if your offer is going to convert until you go out and have a conversation with people and i always say have a conversation with 100 people and uh, if you manage to get 10 of them that say yes then you've probably got a winner on your hands but don't give up after oh well i've spoke to like half a dozen people and nobody nobody wants it because as you're talking to people, you think, hmm, not quite getting the response that I thought I should there. Then this is where this is all information for you. And it might might be that you need to change your messaging or, or tweak or, or tweak uh, the approach or the collateral that, that you're using, or maybe just slightly um, your your offer. Finally, post-launch, what do you need to do um, there? So Something people I, I, I experience um, uh, working with small business owners is they'll have an idea for a product and they give up too soon. Um, you have to plan for a minimum of 90 days. I would actually say six months um, because you, you've got to get meaningful data. And as I say, you know, you've got to have those 100 conversations with people, get meaningful data around uh, a 90-day cycle. You know, I come from a corporate background. I'm sure some of you guys have, have worked in corporate before. You will understand the, the classic 90-day cycle. It's done for a reason. When the big boys do it, there's a reason they do it, and it's because it works. So plan out what is going to happen in your first 90 days. You know, what are the milestones that you want to achieve? What will you do after month one? What will you do after month two? What will you do after month three? So think about working in, um, you know, a 90-day cycle. And then it's it's really time for, for review because um, – until you go out to the market, you test your messaging, you test your offer, um, you have no idea whether um, what you're doing is right, whether it's wrong, whether you, you might even uncover some other needs in the market. You think, oh, well, actually, if I, if I just tweak that, then I could make that the offer or I could make that the product or I could make you know, that the service. So this is important that um, whilst you're still uh, selling your product, that, you know, after 90 days, it's really good to take some time to review and reflect and say, okay, so have we given it our all? Have we made enough phone calls? Have we contacted enough people? What have we sold? What's, what's the customer feedback so, so far on, on what we've launched? Just check if there's any questions, not at the moment. Um, so, so that's post-launch. And let's just go cycle back to, to, to actually where we, where we started. Um, all of these elements are critical um, when it comes to, to, to launching a product. And I would say the first thing is, is this something I, I want to do? Is this something I need to do? Is it something I've always had a hankering for? Um, you know, many uh, 
organizations are reviewing their recruiting process. Currently, they're, rec they're, they're reviewing their suppliers. Um, some people, you know, are having their fees pushed back because people want more. Um, uh, and some people also uh, are in that situation where maybe they're not communicating the value that they, that they deliver. And maybe they could actually uh, in improve their service and charge a higher fee. Um, so I think there's a lot of re-evaluation going on. And, and this is all around, you know, the first couple of things here when it comes to, you know, why am I doing this? Is this something I want to do? And have I got some research that will that will back this up? Then obviously, logically, what is it I'm going to do? Um, it may be something really simple that uh, often you'll find, you know, clients keep saying, well, I wish you could do that or could you do this or whatever. And, and, and then you can actually review it and think, actually, that would work for us. It may be we've got a couple of clients that, um, you know, what they're um, putting out into the market is a bit of a loss leader. But what it's doing is it's helping to pull people in so they can have conversations. Actually, they can then sell an even, even bigger package or service to that, to that client by launching something, something new. Um, we talked about when, and uh, absolutely, it's always now. If you've made the decision, you've gone through steps one to four, you've identified, um, then, then it's about, yes, let's just press go. And part of pressing go is obviously thinking about resourcing, thinking about planning. And, um, you know, Rome, Rome wasn't built in a day. Um, Bill Gates, famous saying about, you know, uh, we, we underestimate and overestimate um, different time periods. So we often overestimate what we can achieve uh, in a year, but totally underestimate what we can uh, achieve in, in 10 years. And then planning, it's all down to planning. Planning is pivotal. It's one of the reasons pharmaceutical companies are so successful as well. So thinking about, um, we've just got a few minutes left. I just want to, to cover a couple of things here. So next steps for you guys. And I also want to talk about how we can potentially help you, particularly for those of you that are very keen on Martin, you, you, you're vacillating about whether you want to launch something new or not. Um, what we will do is we will um, email the recording to you. Andy will get in contact with you. And uh, once it's been edited, it'll be on a private web page. Um, we, we may be able to get it done tomorrow. I'm not 100% certain because we've got a, lot, a few other things on tomorrow. Um, probably definitely you will have the recording uh, before uh, the weekend. Um, and you can have a look at that. And I would suggest watch the recording. And if you've been taking notes, um, and some things have resonated with you or you've taken some pictures, then, you know, go back to where that, that section is in, in the presentation. And then you can start to sort of plan out your actions. And the other thing, obviously, um, how can we help you? Uh, we know some people uh, on this uh, masterclass will uh, maybe want to have a conversation with us. Um, so what we've done is, you know, over the next three weeks, we, we've set aside time in our diary and we'll, we, we're more than willing to have a, a marketing consultation call with you. Um, there's no charge. We do it. It's part of our, our process. It works for potential new clients and it works for us, for us to get a, a, an, a, an understanding of your business and also to, to help look at the marketing strategies maybe that you're currently implementing 
um, we may be able to sort of have a look at what you're doing and, uh, and say, do you know what? I don't think you need to launch something new just yet, but you might want to consider this. Or yes, you do need to launch something new. And I would move into that into that sector. So we, we can talk about, you know, marketing strategies. Um, obviously, you know, why are we doing this? I think it's, you know, very logical. We're very committed. You are our, you know, potential clients. Uh, we're here to serve the, the recruitment sector. Um, we offer this um, as, a, as a, a complimentary service to people that attend a masterclass um, like this. Um, because we know, being very transparent, that some people... On, uh, on this training will want to work with us. Some people may want some help, some guidance, guidance. They want an experience of us and what we do and how we might help them. And, you know, this is just a, this is just a training. And this has really just been one way. So I'm downloading information to you that will be very, very useful. And some of you will, will go away and, and run with it. Others want some more help, want some more support. And, you know, I talked about little things here, not really little, but, but collateral, marketing planning, and all of this we provide for our, our clients um, so they don't really have to do anything um, uh, there. And then finally, what we will do, we'll have a conversation with you. Um, we'll do a, a bit of a deeper dive. And I'll explain a little bit more about that in, in a second. And then obviously, if if that's something that interests you, then we can we can have a chat about this there. Who's it for? Um, if you are a brand new startup and you're really not quite sure what you're doing, um, head over to Superfast Recruitment. Go and have a look on our website. There's lots of information on the blog. This probably isn't ideal for you. This because this is this is an hour of our time that we charge for. Um, uh, generally, that we're giving away for free, and um, you might just get frustrated. And think, oh, I'm not, I'm not quite ready for this yet. So, um, this is for people. You know, if you you wanting to reestablish or reaccelerate the growth that you had pre. Pre-COVID, you're ready. You know, really understand that now is the time for for marketing. Maybe you want to enter new sectors. You've got some ideas about products, um, and you're willing to invest time and money. Um, so we're more than than happy, you know, uh, to to have a conversation um, with with you around this. Um, we'll spend an hour. We'll jump on Zoom. Um, this makes it easier for at your website we can go and have a look at what you're doing and uh, we also as you you know you you book into our diaries we do actually ask you to just fill out um, a form so um because we take this very seriously we we prepare ahead we like to go and check your website out we like to go and have a look at your social media just to see what you're doing so we, we like doing a mini audit for you as well again um and we don't charge for that and then what we'll do is we'll give you at least two strategies you can walk away with and, and, and take action on. And, uh, you know, this is around launch and product. And we'll probably give you some ideas around that as well and, and where you can, uh, you, you can move forward on that. So last slide, I think this is a miracle that I've actually done this in, in time, is if you want to book a call, then all you need to go uh, to is our website and just go to Superfast, just type in this domain name, superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash consultation. And what that will do is that will take you into a bit of a general diary of ours and, and, and Andy's and, and Sharon's diary and um, book, a, book a, an appropriate time that works for you. Allow an hour 
Um, sometimes we run over, depends how involved we get, uh, allow an, uh, an hour. And um, what you'll, uh, you'll find is, again, you'll be sent a couple of emails and we just literally ask um, for your your web address and to, just to fill out some, some goals that you have because it helps us prepare for the call as well. So let me just check if we have any questions at all. Let me just check. So any questions that we've got here? I'm just looking over um, in the chat. Just check that people have not put them in. I think you're all stunned into silence, aren't you, today? So any questions from anyone at all? Uh, yeah, we've got... Um, Andy that has asked, uh, different Andy, not, not our Andy, <laughs> um, that, uh, you know, is it really worth starting up a temp desk? I'm, I'm a little bit unsure about this. Well, I guess it does depend on the research that, that you do in your market, Andy. And, uh, you know, there, there, is, there is a thought, depending on what you want to do with your, your business later on, if you actually want to sell your business, um, then uh, it's still recognized that if you have a temp arm or a contracting arm, that it might actually add value to your business. I think that uh, temping and contracting, there's been a huge spike um, in that recently. And, um, you know, that that would be something to, to, to consider. But, you know, I would just do your due diligence, make and you can actually, you know, make make that decision. Um, who else have we got here? We've got uh, what the questions have we got? Uh, Ahmed has asked. Let me just read this again. What, what's Ahmed? Ahmed has just, just reading this again da, 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 da. about pivoting and saying that um, he's wondering if he should pivot um, because his market has been slow, but it's starting to take off now. I guess that the decision is yours, Ahmed, on, on that one. Um, I mean, when people pivot, it's usually because they are, um, revenue is an issue for them. Uh, again, you know, I drive you back to what's happening in your, in your local market. If you want to actually um, book a call with one of us, we can probably, you know, do a slightly deeper dive into that and, uh, you know, give you some suggestions and, and ideas and ideas on that. Um, who else have we got here? I think there's another question here. Um, um, you know, a question here uh, about um, adding training. Um, yes, that, that could be something. Recruitment and training do go well together. Um, I, I guess it's thinking about what sort of training are you going to deliver? Um, wh where's your expertise level? What are you going to charge for it relative to um, how that might help? Now, it may be an add-on service that because you add additional training or you have a, you know, a portal, somebody else I've just noticed here, um, uh, Michael has asked about, um, you know, I'm thinking about having a, a candidate portal that, that I can use. Is that something that you'd, you'd, you'd suggest? Yes, uh, you know, anything that you think 
will help you to differentiate and stand out in the market. And remember that having something new and having a new product that has legs, and you've tested whether it has legs um, in in your market, will help you have an additional conversation with someone you know people love new um it gives another reason to talk it gives another reason to send an email um and you just might hit gold with someone as well um um, when you when you do that so conscious of time here i don't think we've got any more questions i'm just going to stay online uh for a little bit longer don't think we've got any more questions at all I think I might wrap it up for today. Um, Suggest that if you are serious about launching something, you're serious about putting your marketing in place this year, um, then then do book a call um, with with one of us. Um, Go to this particular URL, take a picture of it. I'll send you an email to follow up this as as well, maybe later on um, this week. Book a call, make a decision about what it is that, um, you know, you'd like some help with and uh, we'll have a call with you. We'll give you some ideas. We'll have a look at what you're doing currently and give you some suggestions on how you might want to tweak or change that to your benefit. And, uh, and yeah, so um, thanks for coming along today. And uh, I think we'll just uh, draw this to a close. Um, thanks for coming. Uh, we will have uh, the recording for you and uh, we'll, we'll speak soon, I'm sure. And this is Denise. Uh, let me just look. Is there any more? Great. Thanks, Ashley. Let me just look at some of the other chat here. Uh, uh, so we've got people in Wiltshire. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Uh, I just check. Um, another question from Andy. Um, just saying, as a startup business, is the premium market advisable? Absolutely. Um, doesn't matter what market you are in. If you've got people are looking for solutions. Uh, Andy, that's what I would say. So uh, make sure that, um, uh, you know, you you craft your message and and move into that. I mean, Andy, you're saying it's a startup business, but, you know, if you do want to, you sound like a bit of a go-for-it guy. If you do want to have book a call uh, with us, then then book one and, and let's have a conversation about that. There's a very funny story about um, Sarah... Is it Blanks? I can't remember her, her, her last name now. Um, the lady that did Spanx. <laughs> and uh, she took it out to market and uh, on a cold call actually managed to land um, uh, 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 Nordstrom as one of her clients. So, you know, you can still, as a startup business, go uh, go to a premium market. Uh, um Ashley, will you be getting a copy of the slides? No, you won't, but you're going to get a copy of the recording. We want to found our slide, not that you would do this, Ashley, but we want to found our slides being used by somebody else. So we've, since then, we've never done it. Um, but you're more than welcome to, um, to, to, to watch the recording. Uh, um, uh, 
Um, Neil Ash, when you say you need something behind you, I think you need to just look at the data that's out there. Um, uh, I'll just check that here, what, you, what you're asking. What is... When you need to have something behind... When I say you need to have something before you launch is... Really, I would go and look at some data. Um, I would speak to some clients. Um, I would speak to some candidates, depending what it is, um, so that you can actually um, work out, is this something um, that people are likely to buy? Because there's nothing worse than actually crafting and creating a product um, uh, that, that no one's going to buy. So, so that's what I'm referring to with data there. And Ian, you asked a question there. Uh, Um, <laughs> I don't know, actually, Ian. Ian's asking about R&D, uh, launching a product. I really don't know. Um, I would ask your friendly accountant about that. And I'm assuming somebody like you will have a good accountant. Because um, I don't actually know that. Unfortunately, my suspicion is no. But obviously, you know, anything you, you spend in your, on your business is a legitimate tax expense. But I don't know if you can get anything um, extra on there. I'm not quite sure exactly what you're asking there, Ian. Uh, if you, I, I've never actually worked. Most of the companies that we work with haven't um, haven't outsourced to another company. They've done it in house. They may have got some expertise, say from somebody like ourselves, and we've worked together and mapped out a plan, but not necessarily somebody to um, to deliver it. Because often it's a case of particularly in the recruitment sector, bringing in um, new consultants to actually launch launch that. Um, and Ian, let's, let's have a conversation sometime uh, about that. Let's just see anything else. Is the market, again, Andy's asking another question here. Um, uh, is the marketing the same, be it a product or a service? Y yes, fundamentally it is. It depends who you're selling it to. Um, uh, you know, as a general rule, um, uh, services a little bit, um, you, depends on the, the, the cost of uh, your product or your service. You know, if you're selling, um, uh, you know, if you've got some sort of recruitment product at £200, then you can probably sell it online. But if you've got something at two to three thousand pounds, then you're going to have to have a conversation with people. So probably subtly, subtly different um, there. Let's see what other questions we've got. Uh, yes, Neil yeah, you'll definitely get the recording. I will make sure Andy gets that uh, over to you. Uh, I think I think I've answered all the questions. Let me just check whether there's any other there. Uh, uh, no, I think I think we're all I think we're all done there. Snowy Newcastle on time. It's not snowing here, which is amazing, really, isn't it? For the late district, it's not. I'm just checking. Uh, but yeah, I think hopefully I've answered uh, most of your questions. Let's see if there's anything else. Right, it's great, Andy. Yeah, um, I mean, book a call with us you know if you you know you you've obviously got a lot of questions around that and uh you know uh, i'm very very much if somebody wants to go into a new market and a premium market 
um, uh, absolutely. Uh, it's about delivering a solution that a client wants and people are you know, happy to pay for solutions, whether you are a startup or not. Depends on your definition of startup too. Right. I think it's time to draw this to a close. And uh, yep. So great. Thanks. I'm glad. Thanks for all the feedback. Lovely that you enjoyed it. Something a bit different for us to do. We haven't done this particular uh, masterclass before. Um, but, you know, make sure that you go over it all again and have a look. And we will um, hopefully maybe if you've uh, booked a call, which would be fabulous, we will get to speak to you. Um, or one of us will will get to speak to you because we're really keen to help you and support you this year with your marketing. So this is Denise saying bye for now. If you enjoy this podcast and you are ready to take your marketing to the next level, then maybe it's time that you check out Superfast Circle. Because as a member of Superfast Circle, we are with you every single step of the way as you start to elevate your marketing to a new level. You get weekly calls, you get an online training uh, platform that you can access anytime, anywhere, on any device. You have events that you can uh, attend. We have a tech genius that can help you with your uh, technology and you also get your marketing collateral provided for you every single month that you are a member of the circle so if you would like to know more then head over to superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash sfc have a look at what's involved what's included and then book a call with one of us and we can talk you through exactly what the next steps are we'll give you a demonstration of the program and we'll, we'll have a conversation about how this can work for you and your recruitment and staffing business so speak to you soon